episode 118. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Well, hello. Hi there. Friends. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> You know, there's some like fans of different thing of different groups, podcasts, bands, yes. comedians, and they have names. Yeah. Do we have uh, our fans are basically family? <laughs> <laughs> I call her Mama. Well, yeah, yeah. Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sister. <laughs> Libby. Uh. Do our fans have names? Mm. All right. Buffoons, hey, what's up, buffoons? I mean, that would be the, the easiest, the, the low hanging fruit, right? Uh, the the double B's. I don't know. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. Listeners, what's the, up, buffoonerites? The buffoonerites. Ooh, buffoonerians, buffoonerites. I like buff- I like uh, buffoonerites. Hey, hit us up. Hit us up on the emails. All uh, twelve of y'all out there. Uh, hit us up on the email. Uh, <laughs> I did have <laughs> somebody catch me the other day and go, "Did you ever email me this?" And I said, "No." He goes, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> He's like, "I haven't listened in a few weeks, maybe a month." And he was just like, "I don't know if I missed something or not." And I was like, "No, you didn't miss." No, you're good, bro. I said, "I'll get with you." I told him next week. I get with you. I know. I said. I, I said. Don't worry about it. I got gotcha. you. They want to make some like free shirts for us, free merch. I'm down with that. And I was redoing the logo at the time. And, you know, it was right when we redid that. And so I was like, I don't want to do it. Some of the old. So I got our new font, new logo. I'm just gonna hand them that. Right on. I could probably do it right this second, but for some reason, I felt like I said next week will be when I'll do it. Okay. So I need to put that in my calendar to do that. Uh, which is great. Uh, very, very appreciative of that. That's pretty awesome. The um, only thing better than merch is free merch. Free merch. Absolutely. Uh, it is nasty out. I want to I wanna go. <laughs> That's twice I've seen. This is just going to, and it's all like reels or just, yeah. whatever. Trending um, audio. Trendy, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I still don't know how people do that. Yeah. I don't know how people add those things to their stuff. I should. I feel like in the world of teenagers, I should know. You should be making. I should know more than I do. You should be making some reels. We tried for this. Yeah, we did. Us eating hot sauce and stuff, and it messed up, and I blame my wife. Sorry for that. Yeah. We added all the. And then they're like, no, we'll do it separate videos. And they did it, and it was all out of order. And. Mm. We tried, at least. I think twice. Oh, and then we had the interns. We were drinking yeah. that uh, spicy Mountain Dew, and uh, that, that didn't work. Like hot Cheeto Mountain Dew or something. What was it? It was like Fire Mountain Dew. Spicy. <laughs> I don't think it was hot Cheeto. I thought che- it was like hot Cheeto flavored. We can make that. No, I don't want to. No, I don't either. Uh, I don't want to do that either. Uh, but there you go. Uh, no, it's cold. It's rainy. 
it does get me in the mood for Christmas, and that's good because uh, today is technically, uh, what day is today? The 15th of November. Today is the 15th. Y'all will hear this on the 17th, but on the 15th of November, guys, I want you to know that our day school our kids go to, our twins, we are doing Cookies with Santa tonight. I'm I'm not one of those people. Like, I'm already listening to a little bit of Christmas music in the car. But, I'm, but I'm, to have a, a Christmas event on the 15th I am not opposed <laughs> to go look at lights right now, Christmas music, because we don't have Thanksgiving music. There's one song. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of... Did you know that Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song? Yes, I did know that. So just on repeat, baby. And there's probably some hymns. Let's write a Thanksgiving song. Why has nobody done that? Yeah. That's why people jump and ahead they'll, Christmas. And they'll play it at the Gap nonstop. Yeah. I worked at the Gap. It's turkey outlet. time in the city. We're You're singing. This is down. a singing episode, y'all. Uh, I worked at the Gap. Uh, at the Gap outlet. At that. I worked at the outlets out there in Lebanon. You must be fancier than me because I worked at American Eagle. The Gap's redneck cousin. Well, this is the Gap's <laughs> outlets. No, you want to know how redneck this is? This is what they did. We had a girl at our school. I know I've told this story before on this podcast. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm yawning. There was this girl. Went to our high school, friends with us, our class, whatever. And she worked there. And she she went to me and her boyfriend and said, hey, what are y'all doing Black Friday? I said, I don't know. Sitting around? Just hanging out, man. Like She goes, do you want a job? you want to make some money that day? And I said, sure. She goes, the Gap outlet is hiring like 20 extra people for one day. Nice. And basically, they're like, we, like, so many people are there at like 5 a.m. and shirts are thrown everywhere. I said, sure. So we went to like a half day training, which yeah. was basically like just uh, pick up stuff that you see on the And board. they gave me a table. Nice. I had toddler t shirts. Oh, dear. Like two tier. And they go, just fix this all day long. Like just cause you know, people grab the bottom one through yeah. and they were like, just fold these. We don't even care how you fold them. <laughs> just make this table. But then from there they were like, Hey, you want a job? Like you know how to fold. And I was like, sure. So I went to the gap and then Christmas time, I wanted to punch myself in the face. Yeah. Cause it was just like same song in sync. You know, it was, that was probably 2002. Yeah. It was very pop heavy. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's do a Thanksgiving song. Okay. What kind of genre would it be in? Mm, rockabilly. I think yacht rock. Mm. Uh, rockabilly. You know, I was thinking more of that fallish. You know, how about Americana, uh, like, folky? How about uh, like Michael Bublé? He already has a Christmas on lock. Well, too. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get him to do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kind of what that, do you mean? Jazzy, We're not going to get Michael Bublé to come and do this? That jazzy. jazzy. What just Thanksgiving? No, I think it needs. Uh, you know what we? You know what they don't have? How about we do like scream metal? There's not a lot of that in the. Um, you know. Now that should be more Halloween. Mm-hmm. I would okay. agree with that. What do you feel like? What do you feel like singing? What genre do you feel like singing? Sitting in the lazy boy with your sweatpants on, full of turkey. Mm. 
That's that's the question. Something lazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll think about it. If you guys have any, uh, <laughs> I, I I like that. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Somebody's got to do it. I I make jingles all the time. Jingle bells. <laughs> Which is a Thanksgiving song. Bingo. And it when all we're back. All right. Um, well, hey, hope you guys uh, are having a good week. Uh, man, I'm excited. I'm preaching this week. Mm-hmm. Guess I'm excited. I, I, I this is this is where I, I'll, I'll tell you. This is Tuesday. I got a Friday. I, I got turned stuff in by Friday by about noon. Here's how typically my sermon prep week goes when I do preach. I a am where I am now. Scenario one is man. I think I got all my slides down, and I think that I might could preach it right now. Wow! So I'm gonna procrastinate until Thursday night, Friday morning. I'm gonna go through it, and I'm gonna hate it. Oh boy! Uh, that's that's one. Okay. That's one scenario that, that doesn't sound great. That that I am on the path of doing. Now I have the opportunity to stop that. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> Or, or the, the, the other scenario is I don't, I, my brain just thinks about a lot of things till about Thursday. And then I'm like, lock myself in my office till like midnight and I just write a sermon and okay. I'm actually like, I, this is pretty good. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Mm. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to be great. It will or it won't. Mm. It'll be something. Yeah, somebody nope. will enjoy it. You know what? Every that that is that is a, a, a wise minister, good buddy of mine, Adam Brewer. He learned it from somebody else because he told me. Um, <laughs> I talked about the last time I preached on nine eleven, and I was like, "Man, I just don't like it." Like afterwards, I was like, "This is garbage," and I got so many. I like it was an out of body experience where I was up there preaching, going, "Justin, get off the stage. It's not good." Mm. Like I just felt like this is not great. And I got so many compliments and I, and he just said, and I was just talking to him about it cause he's a preacher now. And he goes, I, I was told one time, like, it's not on you. Like your words, if they are true to God and the spirit and the word, they are ordained by the Holy spirit out. So it ain't you doing the work. Mm. Like it's the spirit working in people. And it yeah. may be one phrase, one word. And I think about it as the whole package and they're like, give me one little thing that someone really you know, gravitates to. And so that has taken a lot of pressure off of me right as it should i'm learning y'all i've only been preaching for on and off for 13 years i'm doing it longer than me i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> are you on the docket to preach soon absolutely not uh that um i'm skating skating under the radar that's what i know i like it when you preach i know i'm glad you do yeah i do <laughs> Um, all right. So this is going to be a little bit different episode. Uh, I, I literally do not have a single Bible verse down. Uh, and you might can pull one or two. I mean, I could pull one or two out. Right. Um, but, um, which I probably can at some of these, um, Sunday. So at our church, we do a thing like many, 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 many churches do. We kind of have like a family ministry <clears throat> type deal. Ours is called faith at home. Um, there's a book called Faith at Home. We didn't start it. We didn't write it. This, lots of people have that terminology. And so during the year, we will do classes for new parents during baby dedication. We will do classes for entering kindergarten for the parents. Very parent like <clears throat> parents. Very parent oriented of like, 
hey, we want to equip and encourage you during all, Whatever this, season. all yeah. the stages from birth to graduation. And we're and I'm even thinking about doing one like how to parent your postgraduate child. Like how do you walk with your 22-year-old child? How You're do you parent? Sort of adult. Yeah, right. They are, but they aren't. You're okay. like, hey, I'm still paying your insurance and probably your cell phone and probably your rent and probably your food, <laughs> but you are adult. Like, you know, how do we deal with that? Um, anyways, we do a lot of that. Well, we had one Sunday night that you were a participant in. That's yeah. why I want to talk to you about this. Uh, we had a class called Adolescence 101. Um, and this comes off the hills of our past series talking about identity. Right. Um, so this kind of goes along with the two. Um, my father-in-law, who has been doing <clears throat> youth ministry for what, like, what do you say, 32 years, and he's done family ministry. I thought he said he was doing it 32 years at that one church, so probably even longer than that at another Yeah, church. he's probably about 30, 35 long years. Long time. At youth, and then he's been doing family ministry for a very long time. I mean, yeah. I would say, I, I would say he's going on seven years yeah. or so just doing this at their church. Um, so we brought him down. I said, hey, why don't you come down? Mo Lebanon, why don't you teach that class? And he's done this probably three or four years ago. Um, and so uh, this is, for a lot of you, if you have kids that are not, if you have older kids, if you were listening to this and your kids are 22 plus and they're gone, um, this may not be for you. You've been there, done that. You've been there, done that. Now, you might have friends that are going through this. You might have kids that are five years old. And you're like, oh, I'm not there yet. Well, you're not too far off. This may be some Coming. stuff to yeah. start thinking about, right? Uh, um, and just kind of going through uh, some some nuggets that you learned, some things that I really enjoyed from the class. And I've taught this class for a few years. We used to have one of our one of our friends, Becca Savage, who is an adolescent pediatrician. She used to come and help us with this too, about mm -hmm. brain development and all that cool stuff. Um, so. Uh, yeah, this is just going to be us for the next like 10, 15 minutes, maybe just what are some things that we learned? What are some things that you gained and learned from this class? What are you excited? What are you nervous? What have you been through already? Cause you have one in this mm -hmm. uh, group. Um, and I'll bring my, some nuggets in and what I've have learned teaching this class in from this other class. Um, if you had to define the word adolescence, all of us are like, oh yeah, we remember adolescence. But if you had to define that word or phrase, how would you define that, Chris? Transition from childhood to adulthood. The transition from childhood to adult. You are basically <laughs> word for word of what my notes. And, and Chris, we talk. Chris does not have my notes. He goes, don't you know? Don't send me your notes. I'm just gonna have my own. Or you have no notes. I have nothing. <laughs> But that's all my notes. That's what well, it is, right? Nailed it. Good, hey, good job. You listen. Um, it is a it is a transition from childhood to adulthood. Now, is there a specific start and end time to this? No. No. Like individual to the kid, right? Yeah. Like, like so, it is hard to say. Like you should teach your kids this at nine, and it's like, well, your kid maybe start going through it at ten. Girls. Boys are probably around 10. Girls are probably around nine-ish. Yeah. But it's not like, happy birthday, you're an adolescence. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot that goes on with this. So there's no start and end time with this. When it goes to the end time, um, that varies by a lot of years. Right. If you were to ask, if you were to ask a high schooler, 
When does your adolescence end? When do they think? Probably 18. 18. Why? I'm an adult now. Right? Like, that's like... I can government go to, says I'm an adult. I can I can go to adult jail. If I do something wrong, I'm going... <laughs> right? It's, it's like, I, no, I'm an adult. I can vote. Uh, I can buy tobacco here in town. I, I like, I... You go to war? I, I can go to war. I can, you know, right? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm an adult. No. Right? If you were to ask parents of 18-year-olds, are they adults? They'd be like, eh. <laughs> they a little off, right? Um, they, they ain't quite done yet. Uh, physically, hmm. you can look, man, if you look at some of these high school games on ESPN, or even just go down to your local high school team and look at them, you're like, that's a grown man. That's a grown man. But mentally, they're almost still a child, yeah. right? And so you can't look at just physically and go, oh, well, they are an adult because physically they have developed faster, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're whatever it may be, but mentally they may not still be there, right? So yeah. it's kind of hard. Brain development is a big, big issue for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brain development lasts, uh, some say 25 years, some say 27 years, some say 21. You're kind of in your mid-20s, yeah, right? Which is crazy. Which is nuts because a lot of people get married at like 22 years old. Yeah. In in my mid-20s, I already had a child of my own. <laughs> right? You already yeah. had a child in your mid-20s and you're like, what is this? Yeah. And you were a child. Your I brain was wasn't. Ba- babies having babies. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't quite there yet. Right? Yeah. I mean, and then to think about too, like Katie and I got married when we were 23. Like. To think that I still possibly had two to four more years of brain development that was going to happen. And I'm like responsible for a household and got right? a wife and a house and like job. <laughs> and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, as it, as it goes, to, you know, to this like brain development, I want to talk a little bit about this. Um, and I think we could talk about this for a very long time. Um, basically we're gonna get a little scientific here. Y'all. Uh, basically it is the prefrontal cortex, uh, that is remodeled and is finished forming last. Um, and that is the part of your brain that, um, is part of the decision making in the brain. And you're like, Oh, I feel like that might've should have been first. Yeah. Right. But the whole decision making part is the last to get formed. And that's like that risk reward uh-huh component um right? that that is the part of the brain that deals with planning thinking about uh, consequences yeah. solving problems and control their impulses mm. it's really the easy way is your risk reward yeah that there is very little risk their their brain doesn't comprehend the risk yeah they only comprehend reward right um, which is what children do yeah right like how many times you got to tell your kids get off that don't jump off that don't stand there come on now you can't do that because they don't think about it. Uh, and as they probably shouldn't. They are yeah. still children. They're still learning how to think. Yeah. Uh, but if you are sitting here listening to this and you have a 14-year-old in your house and you are asking, why is my 14-year-old so dumb? <laughs> they can't help it, y'all. They can't. Parents have that conversation. Right. And you're like, how do they not get, why would they do this? Why are they much? I thought we raised them better. I thought they were smart. They made good grades in fourth grade and now they're in seventh grade and they are not bright. (laughs) They can't help it. 
right? The brain is mush. They got soft brain. They got front soft brain, and they can't. They, it's give them some slack. Yeah, right. Um, and I go back now. I work with this. I work with sixth through twelfth graders for a long time now. Like I see that. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot. Um, and what I have learned from that is grace. Yeah. Of saying like, man, they really can't help it. Yeah. Right. And then for you, Charlie is 11. He's 11. Yeah. So he's, he's at the, he's at the starting line of this, but you're going to start to see some of this. If you haven't already some of this stuff and you're like, man, try to think back to when you were 18 years old, when you were 15 years old and the dumb things that you did. And you're like, why did I think that was smart? Yeah. You didn't have any other option, right? Like that's just how your brain works. Yeah. You know, in this. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the big takeaways from Sunday night for me was just the, the scale of change that they go through. It's not like one thing, it's everything, you know, it's they're they're going through transition mentally, emotionally, socially. Uh, environmentally, like, you know, that transition from elementary school to middle school yeah. is just like literally everything in their life and their body and their yeah. brain is changing. And so like, how can I, as a dad, how can Katie and I, as parents try to be aware one of what he's going through both inside of his body and outside with his friends and yeah. uh, all that but also try to take those things into account with discipline, with discipleship, with grace, yeah. with love, you know, because like sometimes they can be huge turds and, and in the gut, in the immediate reaction, it's like, why are you being a turd? Stop yeah. it. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you take that beat and Johnny talked about this, he was yeah. like, if you can just, if you can just take a beat, take a, pause and consider the context of the things that they're going through, (laughs) then you'll have a little more grace for them. And I think that that's a really good mindset to have when entering into this, which is kind of the stage that I'm at. Um, and for folks who aren't there yet and for folks who are past it, because we're all kind of mixed up in each other's families. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I want you to have grace for Charlie because he's around your house all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Sometimes that's great. And sometimes it's not great, you know? (laughs) Um, so that, I just thought that was really good. Just to think about the scale of this and try to put, remember what it was like for you. Well, and I even will push back on the whole remember. And I know I said, I remember when you were dumb and remember that. I, I don't think we can fully. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've blocked out. Right. Like 11 to 15. <laughs> See, like, I don't think it was a, it was, I think it was kind of, I think someone said that the other day in a meeting or, or in our class and it was wrong, but it's kind of like. In like a war movie, whenever like a bomb goes off and you hear that that ringing and it's like muffled, <laughs> that's the way it was for me for those yeah. adolescent years. Like yeah. I didn't hear anybody really. It was just like I don't know what's going on, and I think I blocked it off. Yeah. And so for us, um, if you are a parent that is about to be in this, or if you are in, currently in this, read. Um, there's a book. Uh, it's in your office called Running the Rapids. Running the Rapids. And I don't have. Uh, we will get it. We will put a link to it. Kevin landmine mm, I can <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that, 
That's not a name. No, it, but it. Uh, that's not a name. That did. Uh, Lehman. Oh, maybe. Kevin Lehman. You are close. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I don't uh, have it right here. Anyways, on Amazon, it's kind of sold out, but I think you could buy it somewhere else. But we will put a link to it. Don't fully rely on your um, memory of what it was like to be an adolescent or to have brothers and adolescents or sisters or siblings or to go through that. Do some research. Yeah. Like it is going to help you as a parent because you're like, no, I've been there. You, you need to listen to me. And it's like, again, they, they, they learn different, Mm -hmm. right? You know, because of that prefrontal cortex is still being developed in a soft brain. uh, They go more to the amygdala part of the brain. So they lean heavily on the amygdala. Don't we all? (laughs) And less on the prefrontal. They're supposed to work hand in hand. But they don't because one is taking more of the load, and but what the uh, amygdala is associated with is emotion. Emulsified emulsified is emotions, impulses, aggression, and um, instinctive behavior. Does that not sound like a middle Absolutely. schooler or someone in, someone in adolescence, right? Nope. So their brain is leaning heavily towards that part of emotions and impulses and aggression, and you're like, oh yeah, that was. M- that was my middle school years yeah. in high school. Um, and for parents just to kind of learn that and kind of know those things. Um, another thing that I think is really big that we can tie this into religion, spirituality, the Bible. Um, one thing that they're going through is that they are transitioning from childhood to adulthood. They're figuring out who they are. Where is their social place? Where do they matter? We talked a lot about that this past five, six weeks on identity. But one thing that they do in this process is that they start pruning. Mm. They do heavily on use it or lose it. Yeah. Does this benefit me? Do I use this? And if I don't, I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it because I got too much to learn and go about and to process that I got to keep the essentials. Yeah. And as a youth minister, what I find is a church youth group doesn't make that. Mm. Now that's a broad, I'm not calling anybody out. That's just a broad spectrum of use it or lose it. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many parents have called me when their children are sophomores and juniors in college. And they're like, they haven't found a church. They don't go to church. They're acting kind of cray cray. <laughs> what do I do? How do I help? I'm like, they pruned it. Yeah. Families didn't push religion, spirituality, uh, spiritual discipline, mm. God's you know, community and church and youth group and small group and, fa- and that. That that was about the tenth on the list. Yeah. And so now they don't use it. Mm. Right? When I think uh I think this will be a turning point for our generation and probably the generation right above us Mm -hmm. uh, in that we all, I I don't know about you. You didn't really grow up in a church context, right? Yeah. So, but I did. Yeah. So even in like my wildest days, I was still tethered to church because there was just this cultural 
expectation, obligation. You know, I just got such a long history of yeah. family ties to mm-hmm. church. Um, and, you know, I don't know what that did for me, but it was never really a thought that, oh, I'm done with God, I'm done with church or whatever. I think those days are gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, our, our kids, if they don't have a deeply rooted faith of their own, they will at some point decide to move on from this thing. Yeah. Right? And so we don't have the luxury of uh, the cultural expectance that people are going to Wednesday night, yeah. you didn't have practice. You yeah. probably got less homework. Even if you were in a public school, yeah. they were like, hey, we're going to chill on Wednesdays because we Most know that people go to church. We know that you're going to be gone yeah. for an hour or two at church and we want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, Sunday mornings, yeah. Sunday from eight to about one or two o'clock, that was sacred time. Now how many softball tournaments are yeah. out of town and volleyball and all those I mean, things. like Baseball. most of them are on Sunday. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So like, and it's just this bigger, yeah. And so that, we don't have the luxury of relying on our society to help us with that. Yeah. It, it's even harder. It's the opposite. Like we have to push back even harder for that. Um, And then when we talk about use it or lose it in that pruning process, this is heavily on the parents of not just, Hey, you know, you know how we go to church, but it's like, no, why is this very important to you? Like, um, why is God, why is religion, why is your spirituality, why is your spiritual growth very important to you? It's not just, well, we just go to church because what we go to. It's, no, there's a reason for this. And they need to see importance. And they need to see you as parents modeling this. Yeah. If your kids never see you serve, never see you sing at church, never see you worship, never see you open your Bible, never see you read, never see you participate, and make it a priority to say, I'm not going to do X because we need to go to church tonight. Right. Then they're going to be like, well, you are, you are my leader, <laughs> right? You are the I'm adult. Do what you're doing. <laughs> and if you don't do that, I don't need to do it. Yeah. Um, I believe, I'm sure you would agree that following Christ has value in my life. Absolutely. I believe that following Christ has value in the life of my family. I need to be able to articulate yes. and show my family why I think it's valuable for us. And if I can't, then how am I expecting them to understand why it's important for them? Yeah, and absolutely. And, you know, we talked earlier about mercy, right? Like giving your kids mercy and grace when their soft brains are dumb mm-hmm. and they do better. But can you not learn not learn can you not turn that into a teaching point of the grace of god yes. like hey i you should get whooped right now you should be grounded you should do all these things but i understand that you're going through stuff i understand that it's hard for you and i understand and there will be consequences for your actions and we will yeah. do it appropriately but man god showed me grace and love mm-hmm. and i'm supposed to model that for you too and through that um, and then use that as use that as a teaching point to them, and to you know show that for them as there. Uh, um, one of the big things that was talked about. Well, one, go to church, make it a priority. That's just one kind of thing. The the you know the whole a pruning process. I can go on a tangent for that for a very long time, but um, 
maybe have a family document time or a thing that is like a document time. What am I What's talking a document about? time? Like a constitution. Uh, maybe you have like family values okay. of that's what I meant. So kind of like a constitution. <laughs> yes, I, I, yes. That says like this is what is important to us. So when your kid is all very very questioning, who am I? What's going on? He can be like, hey. Family dinner time may be like, this is very important to us. Yeah. Now, it may not happen every single day of the week, but we're going to make it a big priority, right? And so when they get 18, 19, and they want to leave the house all the time, like, hey, remember, we're going to have family time, right? Yeah. Church, serving <clears throat> together, this together, that together, um, and remind them, hey, this is what we see as important. Mm. Uh, and so it's not just, hey, what do you think? They actually have a a document, a constitution, yeah. it written down and they know this is what's important to us as a family. Yeah. We talked about uh, in our meeting last week um, as a staff, you know, that like expectations are only valid if they are spoken, understood, and yeah. agreed upon. And agree, yes. So like as a family, what does that look like? It's I think I think that's a great example. It's like these are the things that we're agreeing to as a family. And, this is important. And you're also teaching them how to be an adult. Yeah. Invite them into that process. Yeah, that's good. It's not here are the ten things, son. Learn that. No, it's like, hey, what do you what think do is you think? Yeah, is very important for us as a family. You were teaching them to have that. That hopefully when they get to be twenty three years old with kids, <laughs> <laughs> kids having kids that you know that they can look at it and go, oh, okay, yeah, this is what I need to do. That's good. Um, for that, uh, here is a few things. I know we're at thirty three, guys. We can do this. Uh, we say this all the time for a very long time. Uh, one encourage positive behavior because i promise you if you were to do a tally system you would say i am only disciplining and saying no encourage positive behavior and we talked about this in our meeting someone brought it up and said how do i do that or not how but like is it very important to do that outside of sports outside of extracurriculars where it's like, we're going to clap when you get an A, when you win first place, when you made the all-stars, whatever it may be, we're like, good job. But pruning, you want to encourage that when it's like, Hey, I know no one else saw you, but you helped and you were kind and you did this. Like, yeah. uh, encourage that positive behavior with them. Yeah. They mentioned specifically on Sunday, you know, notice the fruit of the spirit in your kid's life and really yeah. celebrate those things when they're patient, kind, when they're gentle, when yes. they're patient, for goodness yeah, sake, yeah. when they show self-control, like, you know, these are the defining characteristics of our faith and like point those out and say, I saw how gentle you were with your little sister. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Don't and not just, oh, you won the championship. Don't give praise just for those high moments. Right. And I feel like that's a little bit of where we have gotten a little off track on um, all this extracurricular of, hey, church isn't that important. It's that, that, man, my... They don't give out trophies at church. Right? <laughs> and so it's like, hey, I didn't get this ring for getting fifth place in this tournament on Sunday. That didn't matter. Uh, sorry, that's another tangent. <laughs> Kids getting rings for... I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I know. And I'm going to, uh, hey, just give me a few more years. Jackson going to ring. I'm going to be like, look at you, dog. That's dope. Balling. I know, right? Um, but 
small things. Yeah. That's uh, we're we are going to end on that with your your two homework assignments. One, um, uh, and we will put this on there too. There, there's a website called Center for Parent and Youth Understanding, uh, CPYU. Um, go to that website. There's a lot of stuff on there of books and resources that can help you out. Uh, Think Orange um, is a group. Uh, uh, it's called Phase. Um, I got some books on here. They have a lot of stuff on like how to parent your teenage daughter, how to parent your teenage son, of like what they're going through, how to kind of walk through those steps. Uh, go through that stuff. Running the Rapids is really good. Um, do your homework. Mm-hmm. Your kids are important, right? I think so. I was going to say, how, how many hours did you spend? Uh, I'm not talking to you, Chris. I'm talking to whoever listeners this applies to. But how many hours did you spend researching your uh, football draft? <laughs> your like fantasy draft? Oh, so-and-so yard, so-and-so. Can you not spend a little more time about your kids and like how to parent them in this? Yeah. So do your homework there. Read that stuff. Your second homework assignment is be very aware of um, encouraging the fruits of the spirit behavior. Yeah. Um, big times and small times. It may even be just going you know, right there next to them going, hey, I saw that you did that, and that's awesome. Keep it up. I'm very proud of you. It doesn't have to be a big show. But let them know that you see it and you are proud of them for that moment. Absolutely. It'll go a long way. It will. Well, cool. I, mean, I feel like I talked a lot in this class. But I'm also like, we have more notes. I can go on this for a long time. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. Um, but, hey, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, share this with somebody. I know there's somebody that you know that you're like, oh, we talk about our kids and how crazy they are. Yeah. We talk about this. When we get coffee together and we have dinner together, oh, they need to hear this. Not just because of us, but like all those resources at the end. If, yeah. if anything, give them those resources. Just start um, a conversation. Yeah, and just pray for one another. Parents, walk with one another. Mm-hmm. Like help each other out. If you are younger, at which I mean younger as in you have kids that are 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever, go to somebody who's a little bit older and whose kids are in college or even older and married and go to them and ask them questions. Uh, seek guidance for those that have already run the rapids that have already been in there. They got some good info, right? So get that. Well, Hey, we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will catch y'all. Ooh, we got to do one early next week is Thursday's Turkey time. How about that? Uh, Chris will have a song for you. Uh, debut it. He will debut it. And we might put ours out on Wednesday. We'll put ours out a day early next week, and Chris will have a song prepared for you. It's going to blow you away. (laughs) Well, hey, take it easy, and we will catch y'all next time. Bye, folks.